Tonga's government plans on using the findings from the Tonga Volcano Expedition, a science collaboration, to inform long-term planning in the kingdom. The seafloor mapping around Hunga Tonga Hunga Hapai confirmed it is the biggest eruption in the last century. Niwa's chief scientist, Mike Williams, has described the event on January 15 as a shotgun blasting directly into the sky. He says more mapping is needed because an event like this could happen again. Head of the Tonga Geological Services Ministry of Lands and Natural Resources for the Government of the Kingdom of Tonga, Taniel Kula, has confirmed more collaborative projects like this are in the pipeline. He explained the findings will be used to make policy decisions and told Lydia Lewis what stood out to him in the report. The most significant one is the magnitude of the volcano, which is now being recorded as a, within a DEI of six, which means it emitted a total volume of seven to ten cubic kilometers of uh, ash material into the atmosphere. And it's also the uh, highest eruption into the atmosphere up to 57, 58 kilometers, which is the highest in the world at the moment. This demonstrates the, the power and the potential of uh, volcanic eruption in our region. This means this raises questions about the safety of the public, which requires uh, long-term planning and um, hazard assessment to ensure our development incorporates all the potential hazards from future volcanic eruptions. So this is the result that was out that stood out out of the of the research uh, the most because it demonstrates the need for hazard mapping from volcanic eruption and also the need for better spatial planning to counter and reduce the risk from volcanic eruptions in the future. Uh, secondly, is the understanding of the marine life in the, in the area. We were able to determine that the recovery rate is uh, quite good. We noticed that the only those areas where the ash from the pyroclastic flow uh, covered was affected by the, by the eruption. Uh, those areas where the pyroclastic flow under, under the water did not cover, uh, the marine life in those areas survived, and they continue to to flourish in in, in their um, respective areas. We also, we were able to identify uh, the risk for the underwater cables, uh, the fiber optic cables that we use for the connection to the to the rest of the world through our internet. Uh, we understand the damages now. We also learned the new behavior of the pyroclastic flow at, um, in the deep ocean. Uh, it does not restrict itself to valleys, but then it flows where the energy flows, and, and that's an uh, ongoing study to understand this new behavior of pyroclastic flow uh, flowing towards the valley and then back up again into the ridges in the sea floor, uh, which damage uh, the, uh, the internet cables, the fiber optic cables, in a manner that was not understandable. Uh, but continuous studies will improve our understanding of how the damages came about 
um, from the pyroclastic flows. I guess these are the main uh, findings that stood out to myself personally and how we can, from our ministry, uh, Ministry of Land and Natural Resources, and uh, how we can use our authority to better plant our, our land use space and to cater for these uh, for the for these uh, magnitude of uh, hazard generated by volcanic eruption. What planning is underway or in the pipeline to better prepare following the release of this information? Given this is just a recent release, we have yet to present these new findings to the government as a whole uh, for consideration. But the um, government is currently undertaking the recovery. They are relocating. Uh, residents from hazards area inundated and affected by the tsunami into higher grounds. So these are the, the approaches that the government is now undertaking. Uh, but regarding the new findings uh, of this this new finding, this will be incorporated into our long-term plan. So we're looking into developing uh, special management plans incorporating disaster and not just the tsunami, but also uh, other disaster where Tonga is prone to, like tropical cyclones, incorporate those into a spatial plans of those individual islands that was uh, affected. Is better instrumentation or more in- instrumentation needed around Tonga? Yes. So we have uh, managed to collaborate with the USGS, U.S. Geological Survey, and they have uh, financed, uh, they have granted us infrasounds. These equipment can detect uh, any eruption uh, from any location within our water. So these instruments, we're likely to install them in the next uh, year. One of the researchers is keen to come back and do more seabed mapping to help build a, a bigger picture of what's happened. Is that something that you have requested? What is the next step for those researchers and what, what do you need most from them next? It's an uh, interest of the government and something that I have spoke about in our informal meetings with NIWA, that understanding the risk from volcanic eruption, submarine volcano eruption, we need to study the rest of the volcano uh, submarine volcanoes in the Tonga water. There are likely over 50 submarine volcanoes in different sizes, so we will have to prioritize choosing from the largest submarine volcanoes and go from there. And obviously, Ponofo is the next one. And we're grateful that NIWA has uh, supported this, this uh, wish or this desire for Tonga to understand the submarine volcanoes in our water. And NIWA has a scientific capability. And we're grateful that they allow their time to collaborate with us in undertaking this expedition.